65th episode of All the Book Show. Yay! The oh, official I guess, podcast oh. of David A. Howe Public Library. Right, I guess we'll wait to get excited until 75. Yeah. Every every episode that ends with a five or a zero, right. I think merits a little bit of celebration. Yeah. Because they're a milestone. Yes. So, like you just turned 30. That's a big deal. Yeah. Well, that doesn't end with a five. No, but when you turn 35, we'll probably acknowledge it. Will it be that big of a deal? No. All right. I guess you're right. I feel like people know. When, but when you turn 75, yeah. then it'll be. Oh, boy. That'll be yeah. a pretty big deal. Yeah. I'll have been dead for about 20 years. <sighs> well, thank you for tuning in. This will be an hour of hot button topics, including in depth discussions of the election and all no. the. No, it's not. Oh, we're not doing no. that? No. No. Oh, we're not going to talk about that at all. No. We're just, I'm actually. Uh, we're just, we're just I wish gonna, you hadn't brought it up. We're just going to talk about books and things. Yeah. Oh, well, that'll be a fun hour. Yeah. So, sure. yeah, that, that, yeah. That's much better. Actually, we're going to talk Lonely Hearts Book Club. Yeah. I haven't done one we're of these. all lonely yeah. hearts in our own hearts. Haven't done one of these in a while, so we're going to spotlight a book from our collection that know, nobody's given any love to. Do you know, so. like that lonely heart book? Yeah. Uh, we're all going to die alone. What? <laughs> Sorry, never mind. This was <laughs> supposed to be a fun-loving. That's true. You're right. Hey, I'm Eric Mickles. Hey, and I'm Nick Gunning. Nice. Director of the David A. Howe Public Library. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's true. All right. Sorry. Do you want to say your hey, title? The... I feel like I said my title, so why don't you say it? I'm... Head of Youth Services? You're the head of Youth Services, That's right. man. Woo! Congratulations. All right. Should we send a congrats out to our new mayor? Yeah. We have a new mayor in Wellsville, yeah. New York. Yeah. Randy Taylor. There we go. Congratulations yeah. on your win. Yeah. And let's continue. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. So, uh, that's Eric, as political as we're going to get. I, that's true. Uh, Actually, there were a few political books coming out this week. Really? Listeners, you're going to have to find it out yourself. You're not going to tell? Yeah. Okay. All right. Bernie Sanders has a new book out. Does he really? Yeah. Interesting. So. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> My mic guard fell, you guys. Yeah. It's okay. Just keep talking I'll through the mic guard. I'll just talk through it. That's fine. I'm going to take a picture right now. No, Please not. don't take a picture. Let's talk. You know, before we get into Bookmark, I watched a lot of movies over the weekend. <laughs> I did too. Well, really? I, uh, I like putting in uh, movies or stuff we've watched over the weekend like that you into Bookmark. Okay. Because it's taken... That's... How many hours of movies did you watch? That took away all that perfect dream time. True. Do you need help? No, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. I'm back in the <laughs> saddle again. I'm good. All right. So you want to just mix in movies with our books? I often do. That is nonsense. Okay. All right. Oh, really? Then okay. explain to me The Jungle Book. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Now I feel so stupid. Okay, go ahead. Me? Yeah, what do you what do you want to start with? Oh, okay. Well, um I see again. I worked the election. And I have to mention that because I'm about to tell you like the 40 graphic novels that I That's read. Yeah. So I was at the polls at 5.30 a.m. to uh-huh. 9.30 p.m. Yeah. And so in between people coming in, yeah. I read a lot of graphics. Yeah. And here they are okay. as follows. I read Grayson. Grayson Volume, volume one. 1. Yeah. Eh. Sorry. So those of you who don't know, <laughs> Batman's sidekick Robin, who then became Nightwing, now is just a secret agent. Yeah. And it did not work for me. <laughs> okay. Did you like it? No, not really. Okay. I think I gave it three stars. Yeah, that's how I'm I felt. I'm very kind with my three stars like, in comics. Okay. I really have to not like something to give it two stars on Goodreads. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like that so much. Mm-hmm. I read, and I got this in like a bundle a long time ago, but I mm-hmm. read the graphic novel version of Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. <laughs> okay. Good way to pass the time. Good. Finally, Teen Titans Earth 1 Volume 2 has come out. Is that out. in our collection? It is in our collection. That's in our Teen Titans Earth 1 came out at least a year ago. Yeah. And is one of our top circulating graphic novels. Yeah. So all of you who flock to read... How do you complain about us getting like two superhero movies a year, yeah. and then you, you're you upset that this graphic novel took a year to come out I'm from the last upset. one? I'm not upset. I'm all just right, giving, you said finally. Well, because it, it ended, I guess it ended on a big cliffhanger. Oh, so, yeah. But we do have this in our collection now, and I liked it. The first one I liked a lot better, but okay. I still like this one. Uh, I read Amazing Spider-Man Worldwide, Volume 2. Uh-huh. 
Good stuff. I didn't like the first volume so much. Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I like the second one a lot better. A lot more Spider-Man. Cool Cloak and Dagger arc. Yeah. I haven't read a lot of Cloak and Dagger. I can tell you every Cloak and Dagger story is the cool Cloak and Dagger story. What does that mean? They're all good. Oh, you like them? No, I've never actually. Oh. I, I've Cloak and Dagger showed up in Cloak, Runaways. Cloak and that Dagger are Marvel characters, folks. Yeah. I read. A, they were the original Runaways. Yeah, I read a standalone Cloak and Dagger. It was decent. I think they're making it into a TV show. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, on Hulu. Hulu. Okay, yeah, Cloak and Dagger coming to Hulu. Uh, then I read, Wait, you could just take the Yahoo, the old Yahoo theme Ooh. for Hulu. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, a moment of silence for Yahoo Screen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, uh, I laughed during that moment. I know of you did. You trampled right over it. Rebel Jail, Star Wars Volume Three. Yeah. Most of these are in our collection, folks. So if you wanna, you wanna check them out. You can. We got a great selection of adult <laughs> graphic novels. Yeah. And it's, young adult. I know, I know we do. But the adult graphic novel collection, I find pretty impressive. Yeah, well, that's like because it, it's our baby. Well, I know. But I, I feel like it covers the bases pretty well. Yeah, you it, you'd be hard-pressed to be like, I, I want this. Well, at least the popular characters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I, I mean, we, we still got, good, we got a Thanos book in there somewhere. Yeah. We got a good representation. And I think we have a good batch of, uh, like, non-superhero graphic novels. That's true. It's, it's that. A, you know, it's an expanding yeah. genre, There's always so. room to expand. It's true. But we just added uh, four of volumes there. of Conan the Barbarian, which I loved. I know. And four, the first four volumes of Usagi Yojimbo. Uh-huh. I've read so, the first Usagi. The, first, the fourth one um, is the one that's kind of based on Seven Samurai. Okay. And is considered one of the best of the Usagi well, stories. Well, now we got, and those are in YA graphics. We, you're right. We did add the Usagi to okay. YA graphic. All right, Star Wars Volume Three: Rebel Jail. You sure. read this? Yeah, yeah, I like the series. Yeah, me too. The first one was so great, and I feel like it hasn't quite lived up to. Really, it, I've but... enjoyed it more since the first one. Oh, okay. So well, there we go. Agree to disagree. I realized at this time last year, I had just started reading what would become about sixty Star Wars books. Seriously, you remember last year? It's a lot. Like yeah. I just started. I'm like, I'm going to read this one Star Wars book, and then I'm like, I'll read this next, and then before know. you know it, I'm reading like two trilogies and all the comics. It's a lot. I almost thought about redoing it. That's it for me in graphic novels. Did you read any graphic novels? No. During this break? No. Seems like you're on a graphic novel lull, my No, friend. I have stuff I need to read. Okay. I just, I haven't. Okay. I've been trying to read some uh, Well, stuff. so for book books. Book books. I finished, I finished. <laughs> that was the original of, title of this yeah, podcast. Book books. Book yeah. books. <laughs> I finished Ann Tyler's Patchwork Planet. Yeah. So have you read Ann Tyler before? No. Winner, winner of the Pulitzer Prize. Okay. The first contemporary classics book club I ever did here was The Beginner's Goodbye by Ann Tyler. Uh-huh. And I really didn't like it. Uh-huh. And so I read Patchwork Planet Sci-fi? for this one. No, it's not. Fantasy? Not at all. What a confusing title. Beginner's Goodbye? No. Patchwork Planet? Yes. It's about a quilt. I mean, that's where the, that's where it comes from. <sighs> it's not really about a quilt. It's not really about I thought it was either about like a honest. crazy planet that has too many uh, no. terrains and climates or no. a terraforming project. I feel like we've come full circle with Ann Tyler because I started there and now we're like we're ending the year with this Ann Tyler one. Yeah. Uh, I like this one better, but it's still like I'm really I'm interested to talk about well, it's this about one. a quilt instead of a planet. Right. Of course it's a letdown. I feel like the bottom just kind of falls right out of it. Mm. So sure. I, I don't of course, know. part of a quilt. Yeah. All the stuffing just falls right out then. So that's for contemporary classics. Uh, and then after that, we take a little break. But you know what we're reading after that? We don't have a December meeting for contemporary classics. Okay. It's too close to Christmas. But you know what our January book is? No. The what? Nightingale. The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. By Kristen Hanna, yep. Yeah. Man. Yep. I've never read that book, and now I know, you know the author and yeah. title. And yeah, you're welcome to join us for the book club. No, thank you. You had fun at the book clubs. Yeah. You did quite a few this year, I think. Yeah. I'm right. sorry I missed the Frankenstein one. Yeah, that was a good talk. To talk about. Uh, then I also read I've Got You Under My Skin by Mary Higgins Clark. Uh-huh. 
And this is, there's the Under Suspicion series that spun off of this, right. you know, uh, Cinderella Murders All Dressed in White. Do I know? What's the current one? Is that on your list? It's coming out, yeah. Okay. I can tell you. It's coming I, out no, it's okay. I know. this week. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. I'll but tell you! Those kind of spun off of that. Uh-huh. They, this one that I read is just by Mary Higgins Clark, was not designed to be a series. Uh-huh. And then the publisher was like, let's mm-hmm. make it a series, and they brought right. in Alifair Burke. So anyway, I've liked the other ones better than this mm-hmm. one. So whatever. Okay. We're doing this one for a book club next year, so I'm just getting a jump on it. Okay. Uh, after those, I read... Brian's Return by Gary Paulson. Brian who? Brian like Hatchet. Brian. Sure. Yeah. Hatchet. Yeah, I know. You Brian like Hatchet. Hatchet. No, I know. I was just kidding yeah. about the Brian who. Yeah. For okay. our listeners. Yeah. Anyway, so this is sort of like, it feels like. Did you read book three? Yeah, I read all of them. There's oh. one more. Brian's okay. Hunt, I think is the last one. All right. But this one, it was like 15 years in between books <laughs> after this one. So this right. one really feels like a conclusion mm-hmm. to the story. It's <gasps> kind of a necessary conclusion. Here's what's weird. Mm-hmm. So you have Hatchet, which is a beloved classic. Right. Then you have The River. Right. Which, which is, is where they go back. Right. Yeah. Brian goes back and then he, he brings someone to like teach them survival. Right. And then Brian's Winter is book number three. It's a three. spinoff. It's an alternate It's an alternate. Version. Version. Right. If he had it's stayed like, there. Yeah. He doesn't get rescued. Winter. Right. This one is a sequel to Brian's Winter? No, but it also mentions the river. So it's like, we've just gone into this weird alternate <laughs> reality. Yeah. All hatchet this... stories are in the same multiverse. Yeah, that's there. true. Uh, Wait, so we could have a crisis of infinite hatchets. You've only read Hatchet, right? I've only read Hatchet. Hatchet and Brian's Winter were really good. Okay. The river was eh. This one was kind of eh, but I okay. felt like it was a necessary conclusion. Okay. I'm not really sure why you'd take it up again in Brian's Hunt, but I will read it someday. I want to read a story where let you know. Brian from Hatchet meets the character from My Side of the Mountain. What's My Side of the Mountain? It's a story about the kid who decides to go live in the woods. He like carves out a tree and everything. Oh my gosh. He lives inside the tree and uh, tames a peregrine falcon. Wow. Is this, yeah. a, is this a true story or a false story? All stories have an element of truth okay. about them. All right. Truth about humanity. So it's fiction. Though. Yes. It's okay. juvenile fiction. Great. All right. And then finally, I would I say read, Hatchet oh. is older. Okay. My Side of the Mountain, you would tend to find in juvenile books. Uh-huh. Uh, Hatchet, you're going to find in young adult more often than not. Okay. So All right. that's how you can figure it out. Sounds good. Okay, go ahead. Uh, then I finally, I, I read uh, Rain in Portugal, which is the what? latest. Yeah. It's the latest collection of poems by Billy Collins, Poet Laureate of the U.S. in 2002. I didn't know there was a Poet Laureate until you to- told me there that's was. a real thing. I didn't so know that I read there them. was. So he's like the king of poets. From 2002 to like 2004. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did like two. <laughs> he terms was as the poet. Yeah, he's poet the current king. poet laureate. Um, anyway, I read that. I liked. It was very approachable. Like uh-huh. the style was really like uh-huh. every day, but it never really grabbed me. I never mm-hmm. found one. You, I mean, I'm not a huge poetry fan, but when I've yeah. you know read it for work or whatever. I typically find a couple in there that I think, wow, that really sums up things well. I didn't feel so attached to any of these, and I was yeah. I was expecting to, so a little surprised. Hmm. So. I don't know. Fans of his, maybe you'll have a different opinion. I didn't, I mean, I liked it. It was fine, but okay. I, I wanted it to be like emotional yeah. and deep, and I, I didn't. None get of these are it, movies. I know. Oh, I'm sorry. You promised us the whole right. slew of movies right, you right, watched. Right. So, one more. I'm currently reading Jack Kennedy, Elusive Hero, yeah. bio of JFK. And you want to hear about movies? I'll tell you about movies, my friend. <laughs> I, watched, me. I watched some weird ones. I watched Tom Cruise in Cocktail. Okay. This is a stupid movie. <laughs> okay. This is a stupid, stupid movie. Sure, yeah. It wasn't like fun. Yeah. It didn't. It was just like the worst kind of eighties movie out this there. This is not the one with uh oh, I can't remember her name. Leah. No, that's Leah Thompson. That's all the right, right moves. Oh. All the right moves is pretty good. Okay. Cocktail with Elizabeth Shue. Oh. Not so great. Okay. So I wouldn't recommend that. All right. But it is based on a book. Okay. 
So the book apparently is very good. Sure. But this, not so much. Yeah. Um, Tom Cruise is always much better in the book. Yeah, he is. He's much better. <laughs> uh, then my wife and I watched Ithaca, which is uh, directed by Meg Ryan. Okay. And Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks together again. All right. This is the fourth team up of those two. Uh-huh. This is based on the book The Human Comedy by William Saroin, which is based on the Odyssey. Okay. So it's like an inception level of three. Well, isn't that just Joe and the Volcano? Joe versus the Volcano. Yeah. Is that based on that, too? No, I mean, it just kind of feels like I it. I love Joe versus the Volcano. Okay. All right. Uh, I watched that. Pretty good. Not they great. They only did three Pretty before good. that? Yeah, Joe versus the Volcano, Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail, and now Ithaca. I swear there was something else in there. No. Man, the 90s failed us. Just that. I know. They're else. hardly even together in Sleepless in Seattle. That's they have true. like two minutes of screen Sleepless time. Sleepless in Seattle is not great. I agree. <laughs> I agree. My wife Sorry. and I were just talking about this. Yeah. I love You've Got Mail. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. It's based on the She Loves Me, the, the musical. Well, Shop Around the Corner. Which is, yeah, which is based right. on Shop Around the Corner, which yeah. is based on a Hungarian play that no <laughs> one's ever heard of. But that story's been told right. many times. But that one's great. Yeah. And I like Joe versus the Volcano. It's quirky, yeah. too. But okay. this was just fun to see them together again, old. Yeah. They don't have a ton of screen time in this either, but right. Tom Hanks is just good. Yeah. He's essentially, it's like a cameo in this movie, but he's just good. Okay. You know? I haven't seen Sully. Have you seen Sully? No. Okay. Uh, I watched Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters, yeah. not the without classic. having ever seen the original Ghostbusters. That's right. So you you came at it fresh. Yeah, I I think I gave it the benefit of the doubt going in. Yeah, and my my verdict was it was fine, but not that. Yeah, not great. Yeah, I found it like pleasant yeah. and fun. Yeah, I wanted it to be hilarious. Like yeah. it's just a lot of like comedy star power in that movie, yeah. and it never quite like got there. It's the third act. The third act sinks it. I yeah. think. Yeah, it, because talking... then it becomes like we're going to be a summer blockbuster now. It's like, well, I'd rather you just be like a comedy. Yeah. So I was talking about this with Pete, our auditorium tech, Pete, uh-huh. who loves the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. So it was very underwhelmed by this one. Yeah. So he wanted to know, like me as an outsider coming in, yeah. if I would enjoy it, and I did. I think I enjoyed it more than he did. Okay. But. Finally, I don't uh, think me having seen the original Ghostbusters really affected this one too much. Yeah. Because, like, I like Ghostbusters, but I'm not one of those people who like, Ghostbusters is the only well, film I've ever. Heard people be like, this ain't no Ghostbusters. This is yeah. my Ghostbusters. So, yeah. I mean, I don't have that. I do love Bill Murray. Yeah. I didn't like any of the Meatballs sequels. But <laughs> okay, I like the first Bill Murray sure. Meatballs. Finally, I rewatched Civil War. Captain America, Captain Civil, America War. Yeah. Civil War. You gotta put yeah. that disclaimer. Sorry, yeah. Otherwise, right. it just sounds like you're a history buff. I know. Good stuff. I rewatched the Civil War PBS that, special. That middle breakdown when Ant-Man and Spider-Man show up, it's just yeah. It's just a great yeah. It's a great little segment in there in the middle. I love it. All right. Marissa Tomei is Aunt May. I mean, what are you going to do? She's great. Ask her out. Yeah. I guess that's what you're going to do. <laughs> yep. All right. Catch me up, buddy. What have you been up to? Okay. I need to start with what I've been, what I watched. Okay. So this week I had a, like a long weekend. Yeah, you sure did. And, uh, but I was sick Friday, so I didn't want, like I couldn't play a video game. You were games. sick on your day off. Yeah. There well, is nothing I had, like, more head, depressing I had like a cold and it was like, it made me too tired. I realized I couldn't like read or like play video games, nothing I could focus on. So me and my wife spent two days watching the five Resident Evil films. Oh my gosh. Have you, have you seen the Resident Evil films? Uh, I think you could probably answer that question. I, I saw the first one. Here's one. Here's how long ago I saw the first one on. Okay. Right? I watched it on my mom's 13 inch television <laughs> on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how, and when I was a kid, the way it's meant to be watched, it, it actually scared me. Like not the movie really? itself, mm. but the, it was the first time I saw it's, a zombie like, movie. These production values are so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was my first zombie film. Yeah. So afterwards I was like, zombies are so scary. Not mm. the movie. And I remember it being so action packed and cool. And then rewatching, I'm like, huh, 
Well, it's no, not bad. No, not it kind of has a soundtrack like Goldeneye, where not it just cool. sounds like people like taking drumsticks and banging on like air vents. Okay. You know what I mean? That yes, kung, I do. Kung yeah. kind of sound. Um, <laughs> the second one I saw in theaters, and it was so bad when I saw it, I stopped watching the series. And the third film might have won me back a little bit. Really? The fourth film was a letdown. Um, the That's fifth crazy. film was actually not so bad. It was pretty good. Wow. So this is like Jaws, like you're describing Jaws. It's here's the thing about them. They have okay. a weird. There's a weird poetry about it's no. There's a weird poetry Somewhere about Billy Collins is <laughs> weeping at you saying that about their their continuity, about their like it it all like because the director Paul W S Anderson. Okay. He wrote and directed the first it's one. Too many initials. I know. No, he wrote and directed the first movie. Okay. okay sure. He only wrote. Uh, Resident Evil 2 and 3, and somebody else directed them. And then he came back to direct and write 4 and 5. Right. So they all have this, like, stamp of author. So, like, you know how we you look at, like, the Iron Man movies? Do or, I? you know, Thor movies, or any, yeah. like, superhero movies where the director changes each time. There's yeah. this, like, different tonal set. Right. The Resident Evil movies don't have that. They're all just kind of B-movie. And they make a lot more money than you think. Huh. So the fourth movie made almost $300 million. That's pretty good. On I a $60 million dollar budget. Yeah, that's good or stuff. Or less. Man, Star Trek wishes it could do those numbers. I know. So the uh, the sixth movie comes out in January, so I might go see it in theaters. Close the loop. Okay. I told My wife agreed to watch them with me if I agreed to watch the Underworld series. Ah, so now okay. I'm locked in for four Underworld movies. My brother-in-law likes the Underworld series. The fifth one comes he, out. He fell hard for the Underworld series. I think the fifth one's coming out in January, yeah. which doesn't make it any easier so to... Mike, note that in your calendar. Yeah. I don't see how that makes it easy to separate the two series yeah if anything the company should bring them together resident evil oh underworld gosh, yeah right aliens vs predators style yeah actually paul ws anderson the yeah. guy he he skipped resident evil 2 yeah. to do alien versus predator oh. which was not a good movie huh. well so anyway what are you gonna do <laughs> i should mention i don't like poetry so when i say something about the weird poetry mm-hmm. it's also mm-hmm. they're just kind of weird okay some people say they're their favorite like series i don't get it i don't get it either all right so but i did read i finished man in the high castle Oh, the yeah. book by Philip K. Dick. And you were underwhelmed. Not, I was underwhelmed. Okay. It's the concept is that the Axis won World War Two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. so Japan has taken over. Sure. Imperial Japan has taken over the West Coast. Uh, we don't want that. And uh, Nazi Germany has taken over East Coast America. And the concept, you know, is intriguing. And this came out like in the '60s, I believe. But there's no story. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just characters living their lives. Like one person owns a a shop where he sells uh uh he he sells authentic memorabilia to uh Japanese customers okay. because they they're very into that. So he sells like original cults from the Wild West and stuff. And it's his story about that. And it's like one person's story about how he quits his job and becomes a jewelry maker. He's going to make contemporary jewelry and compete against, you know, the nostalgia fact, the memorabilia. Okay. And then you're just like, okay, but all these stories could have been told anywhere. You could have been like, I'm going to move to Japan and open a sh- memorabilia shop. I'm just going to make weird jewel. It it didn't work. I've watched the first two episodes of the Amazon series, okay. and it seems like it understood. There oh, wasn't much story the there, was, and it's yeah. like, hey, let's uh, <clears throat> let's do intriguing things and like explore the concept more. Like okay. in the first episode of the Amazon, the uh, 
this guy is he's just driving down one of the main characters he's driving across country and he stops probably someplace like in Kentucky or something. Uh, Man in the High Castle. We're still talking. Man about. in the High Castle. Yeah. He stops like in the middle of America, and he gets a flat tire. And the sheriff comes out, and the sheriff is like apple pie nice. He's like, "Hey, my wife made an extra sandwich. If you want one." And, and then it starts like you see ash, and the guy's like, "What's that?" He's like, "Oh, that's just the uh, the, the furnaces. Uh, we ta- every week we take care of the old and the infirm." And so it's like dark, it, like right. It's dark, but it's using that concept of like what would like you know, 1960s or 1950s America be like if it had gone down that path in mm. history, if mm-hmm. the, we had lost World War II. Right. And the book didn't really do anything with that at all. Oh. So, well, that it was a letdown, because like, I really liked... Like the whole point. Yeah. Huh. I really liked um, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, but yeah. I didn't care for this one. Yeah. I'll probably still read more Philip K. Dick, though. Um, I haven't read any. I haven't... That was the only book I, I saw finished. saw Blade Runner, and that was enough for me. Yeah. You probably... You saw Minority Report. Oh, I did love... I That's love Phil Day. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, the only other book I have been reading, I started... I'm not very far. I started Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run. Oh. So, and it kind of reads almost like... great reviews. Well, the beginning where he's just talking yeah. about his childhood, about his parents and their parents, yeah. it almost reads like either historical fiction or just historical. Because huh. uh, he's just talking about, you know, Jersey... Uh, his mom's Irish. His uh, dad's side is Italian. Like... Why those two cultures uh, intermarried so much there, mm-hmm. and uh, just growing up in like that Catholic school, it's like not a mention yet of like music at all. So mm-hmm. it's very, you know, very yeah, it's sl- getting a lot of it's, re- it's really good. He's a good writer. More. It moves along. Hmm. So, so yeah, that's what nice. I read. Okay, cool. So let's get to book news. Let's do it. Can I? I gotta tell. Tell, I, tell me what you got. I gotta. I gotta talk about this. So this will turn into book news in a way. Okay. So the Strong Museum, the National Museum of Play, that's right here, right over in Rochester, New York. Yeah. They, we, I've already told you before, they have a video game Hall of Fame, which is cool. Now they also have a toy Hall of Fame. And I don't know if they've had this toy Hall of Fame before, okay? Uh, I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Weird. But they, you want to hear the inductees Aggressive. of 2016 National Toy Hall of Fame? If one of them's a Furby, I don't No, no, no. Okay, okay, hold on. Right. Dungeons and Dragons has made it. Okay. Okay? So, like, for people like me who play Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. I don't necessarily see that as a toy. Right. Like, if you... I just don't. I, I thought you were going to say, like, a slinky. No, hold on. This, okay. is, this is what's frustrating. All right. So Dungeons & Dragons, we're like, mm, we don't get it, but they talk about how it changed the way uh, the young and adults play. Mm-hmm. We're like, sure. So this is where the book news comes in, because Dungeons & Dragons is books, and okay. book series and all that stuff. Uh-huh. So mm, No. <laughs> you Judges, wanna, we don't accept that whatever. as, as book There's books. There's a whole, we, okay. in our sci-fi right. fantasy section, yes, a whole sir. bunch of Dungeons & Dragons I books. Know. Don't. Yeah. Um, the next thing to be inducted were the Fisher-Price Little People. Okay? Weird. Yeah, into the Museum of... I mean, uh, that makes more sense to the me. The Toy Hall of Fame. So, so you got Dungeons and & Dragons the same year as Fisher-Price Little People, okay? Uh, you want to know what the last inductee is? I do. Okay. It's The Swing. The, the Swing. The, the Swing. <laughs> just The Swing. Okay. Not a specific swing, just... The concept of... It, it literally is Dungeons & Dragons, Fisher-Price Little People, and Swing. Huh. Named 2016 National Toy Hall of Fame inductees. Wow. Huh. So, <laughs> okay. I don't know what the criteria is. No, it's just like anything and everything. Yeah. But there uh, you go. Yeah. So somebody online was like, there's got to be a way to combine all three of these. Yeah. <laughs> Fun game. Yeah. So. 2017 inductee, 
the concept of mirth is going in there. So. Exactly. Congratulations going out to mirth. All right. All right. And we've switched it. Where and I, moon shoes. Where I talk about what's coming out now. Yeah, moon yeah. shoes. Sure. Mirth and, <laughs> yeah. and moon shoes. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us what's coming Turning out. Turning right your now. hat backwards yeah. is now. Congratulations. <laughs> the toy Hall of Congratulations going out to turn yep. your hat backwards. The Snap Bracelet 2018 <laughs> yeah. inductee. <sighs> But you know what? We can go see that now. Let's do it. I want to go to that because yeah. of the Video Game Hall of Fame, but also... Hey, I have a swing in my backyard. Do you think it's worth anything now? <laughs> it could be. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. If you have the swing and I... You have a son. You have Fisher-Price Little People. We do have I've got the Dungeons yeah. & Dragons. Actually, we could open up our own museum. Fisher-Price Little People, like the classic ones from yeah. when we were kids, yeah. those are like... You, you can write your own check with those things. It's true. You go to a five-star hotel, you just plop down a little fireman from 1984, and they're like, sir, please, write this way. <laughs> Here's your pass key. And you're in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive that the guy at the desk knows that. Everybody knows. <laughs> All right. You, so we'll talk about what's coming out November 15th. Yeah. 2016. Yeah, I'm ready. So, all right. Uh, so the first thing coming out November 15th uh, is pages. The concept of pages hmm. being combined into a book okay. to be entered in, into the Museum of Books. Just pages. Just that's, pages. That's, wow, that's great. Cool. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm kidding. That, right. that kind of failed. I'm sorry. That's all right. I wanted it to be stronger. Actually, if you wouldn't have said that it failed, they might not have known. Oh, that's true. So kind of gave it away. Uh, let's see. We got Just Getting Started by Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. You like Tony Bennett? I do like Tony Bennett. He's just a really great, great, great singer. Yeah, all right. Well, he's 90. Yeah. And he's writing a book. He's still going. Well, he good. sounds great, too. If you heard Tony Bennett recently, it's not. No. he's not like frail or weak sounding. Right. He's He's got it. Well, at 90, he's just getting started. He is just Do you believe started. that? Yeah. Okay. He's got two, three years ahead of him. He's got a lot Ooh, to do. Boy. That's dark. Is all it? right. Scrappy Little Nobody Tony by Bennett. Anna Kendrick. Oh. Anna Kendrick has her own little autobiography coming out. Hmm. I think if you flop those titles, it would make a little bit more sense. Just getting started for Anna, Anna Kendrick, Kendrick and, and uh, Scrappy Little Nobody for Tony Bennett. Sure, that'd be because fun. Because he started from nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wasn't allowed to sing. He wasn't sure. allowed to sing in the house. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. Uh, Anna Kendrick is scrappy, isn't she? Yeah. She always, she always strikes me as scrappy. Coincidentally, just getting started. That's true. So. She's little. She's she's not a nobody though. No. Are you gonna read this book? Probably are you not. an Anna Kendrick fan? I like Anna Kendrick, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you a fan of her? Oh, you like the uh, musical? Last five years, yeah, I do. Last five years. Yeah. Okay. What about uh, Into the Woods? I like. No, I never saw Into the Woods. Okay. So. I tell you what, the first time we we watched the the Twilight movies, you know, with the riff tracks. Yeah. She. Th- they nailed it so, right. But Anna Kendrick is so funny in those Twilight yeah. movies, like without the riff tracks yeah it was that and then followed right up with scott pilgrim she's scott's little sister yeah. in that yeah she's, she's just really, she's, she's little parts in both of those and yeah. she's just hilarious it's funny because you listen to the, she's the riff tracks of twilight and they yeah. point out how much more likable anna kendrick she is, is in yeah, those movies really than uh like, whatever her face let's is. follow that girl yeah all right uh i think i might be at, nope the american fisherman how nations anglers founded fed financed and forever shaped the usa by anna kendrick no, this is by oh. Willie Robertson and William okay. Doyle. I think that's okay. a, a, yeah, it's a Duck Dynasty guy. Oh, sure, yeah, that makes sense. So, we got a lot of fishes around here. Fish, yeah. Well, I'm mean, fishers, fishers, fishermen, fishers and fish, yeah, 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 and Fisher Price little people. Yeah, so we have all, and uh, we still have an open invitation to Bobby Fisher. Yeah, if he ever wants to come out, we're tired of trying out. to find you. Why not? Yeah, that's a reference to the movie yeah. Finding and, Bobby Fisher and Carrie Fisher. You know, if you want to just come out and chat <laughs> sure, with us, sure, yeah. She can't travel anymore, though. Really? So, yeah. What about in space? Yeah, she could do that. Okay. Uh, testimony. We got a whole bunch. Another, 
music, musicians are just coming out of the woodwork with their books this year. Oh, okay. Testimony by Robbie Robertson okay. of the band. Okay. So this is the 40th anniversary of the band's uh, The Last Waltz concert. The mm-hmm. You don't know anything about the band, do you? Mm-mm. I'm looking at you. You got dead eyes. Yeah. All right. The band's the ones who sang The, uh, the Wait. Oh, sure. Rose in Nazareth, <laughs> just about a half past ten. <laughs> You know that song? No, I don't, but I'm going to Really? You don't know the, oh, wait. the Wait? Yeah, I know where you were going. Sure. Take a load yeah, off that's her. it. Yeah, yeah. the band. The band. All right, they sing a whole bunch of other stuff. The band. Um, so Robbie Robertson, he's kind of fun. In The Last Waltz, they really, like, focus on him. If like, your he's last the f- name's Robertson, why, uh-huh. why you name your kid Robbie? Maybe they meant, maybe Just it was seems... Robert. Yeah, but still. Rob- but still. Robert Robertson. Yeah, yeah you're right. Like, like, your right. last name is Mickles. What if your first name was Michael? What if they Michael were like, Mickles? Michael Mickles. Actually, crazy. Uh, I, it's my opinion. Uh, if your last name is Mickles, you can't have anything that starts with M. Really? It can't be Malcolm Mickles. Well, that's good, though. Malcolm Mickles. Malcolm Mickles, yeah. No. I'd be like, hey, what's up, Milky Mix? <laughs> oh, yeah. And exact. There yeah. we go. Good reason for me not to name my uh, my kid Malcolm. Don't name him Pickles, either. Oh, sure. Pickles Mickles. Yeah, yeah. we wouldn't want to do that. Don't do that. Yeah. What about shut up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, tell. Do you still watch The Daily Show with, with Trevor uh, Noah? Trevor Noah. I see clips now. I don't okay. Uh, he has a new book coming out. Trevor Noah. Oh, I did see that. Born yeah, a Crime: yeah. Stories from a South African Childhood. Yeah. I guess I, I am interested um, in that. Actually, well, I ordered it. We'll he have was it here. born uh, a, a Swiss father, and uh, I can't. Osha mother. Huh. Okay. It's X H O S A. Huh. So it meant that it was he was you know. He was in. He spent his first five years in prison. Wow. Uh, well, mostly you know indoor prison. Sure. Anyway, um, so yeah, I didn't. Re- I didn't know about him at all. No, I didn't. I mean, I knew he was South African, but I yeah. didn't. Okay. Uh, Brothers at Arms: American Independence and the Men of France and Spain Who Saved It. Hmm. So it's true. We got a lot of help from uh, France and Spain during yeah, thanks, the Revolutionary guys. War. I, we probably wouldn't have one i say we like i you're you're in it yeah you're in the second football team (laughs) so yeah we would probably wouldn't have won if it wasn't for the french yeah thanks french so uh i've been learning a lot about that through both the hamilton musical Uh and uh the revolutions podcast okay i've just finished the revolution war segment and now i'm in the french revolution look out so uh okay finally getting its day in the sun with this uh nonfiction book butter a rich history hey so there you go if if you've always wanted to know the story of butter, hmm. Elaine, this will, uh, will go great with that salt biography that came out a few years ago. Yeah, sure. <laughs> People loved that salt book. I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we got two. Also, I guess maybe just they probably didn't write it. Maybe okay. they did. Well, uh, of teen stars, depending if teens still uh, pay attention to the Olympics or Vine. Sure. They uh, Courage to soar, a body in motion, a life in balance by Simone Biles. I thought Vine was like gone now vine is right well she, the, simone biles is an olympic gymnast oh okay. she won gold All i right. think uh i'm sure i'm in trouble now for not knowing if she won gold or not that's but right. you can read this book and find out there if you, you didn't watch the olympics that's it so what's more inspiring than a teen olympian how about Hayes grayer hollywood days with hair Hayes. hollywood days with Hayes. it's like you're just saying nonsense yeah. he's a guy he's just this guy i think he was on vine maybe not you're right though. Vine is done. Twitter killed it. It's it's going away soon. Much like video killed the radio star. Twitter killed the Vine. Well, mm-hmm. when I say Twitter killed Vine, I mean Twitter owns Vine mm-hmm. and is just discontinuing it. Oh, that's not the same at all. No. Yeah, video didn't yeah. own stock no, and it radio. Didn't. It didn't. No. <laughs> Show. 
All right, now we got some fiction. Okay. A lot is coming out t- this week. Hey. I guess they're getting ready for big, the holiday. Yeah, a big Christmas rush. All right. Gotta get uh, your Thanksgiving reading. This in. one's for you, Nick. The Mistletoe Secret, Richard Paul Evans. I've not read Richard Paul Evans. Okay. He writes a lot of Christmas I feel like I'm a bad it. Christmas reader. Maybe you now, are. The more that we talk about this, the more I haven't read like the right. people I probably should. I know the Mistletoe Secret. Maybe I'll Is read that, Richard Paul uh, Evans. You wanna you wanna have a Richard Paul Evans Christmas with me? Sure. Read a couple of the books. Oh boy, I just said sure on air. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, you want to know what the mistletoe secret is? Do I? Uh, it's deadly if you eat it. But a kiss is deadlier if you mean it. Wow. That's from uh, that's from Batman Returns. I didn't oh. come up with that. Oh, Catwoman okay. says that Batman to Batman. Returns. And then Batman says that to Catwoman, and they realize they're Batman and Catwoman. Ah. So. Let's watch Batman Returns. Yeah, actually. Do you want to? Considering... It's a Christmas movie. This past uh, political climate, yeah. it's actually pretty relevant. No, we're not supposed to talk about politics. Okay, I'm just saying, it's, pr- it's kind of relevant. I understand. All right. Do you want, you hated Batman. You didn't like Batman Returns. No, that's not true. I, it's when my I favorite kid, of the when originals. When I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch it, so I didn't watch it until yeah. like much later. Or he in bites life. a guy's nose. Yeah. The gross. Penguin, not Batman. It's a gross, it's a gross movie. <laughs> yeah. It's a gross but movie. I, it's my favorite of the Burtons. And my, it's probably my favorite of the four original Batmans. That's a tough call. I would pick Returns and then Forever. For and then Batman. I got a lot attached to that first one. I know. I think I, if I was going to sit down and watch one, I'd probably watch forever. Yeah. But. Well, that's because you love your 40-year-old Robins. You want to get nuts? <laughs> oh, yeah, Let's sure. get nuts! Yeah. That's Batman 1, everyone. Yeah. Or Return of the Cape Crusader, yeah. the recent Adam West movie. Okay. Also quoted that. All right. Uh, Nest by Terry Goodkind. I don't know anything about this book. I don't read, I haven't read any Terry Goodkind in my life. Me neither. I guess I'm just not that good kind of reader mm-hmm. who reads lots of things by yeah. terry yeah good guy well you could have gotten uh, <laughs> there but you chose not to That's... uh turbo 23 a, a stephanie plum novel this is a, a spin-off of that one about ryan reynolds being a snail who races turbo is that right yes okay. yeah it's actually a it's a oh oh like a, a crossover like yeah a team up is that what we okay. call them yeah even on tv i tried yeah. i tried to read it at janet ivanovich a couple years ago was it one of the Stephanie Plum books? No. That was your was, mistake. I know. It probably was. It was one of the ones that starred Diesel. <laughs> Vin like, Diesel? No. They're like slightly magic. They're, they're in the Stephanie Plum like universe. Oh. Wicked Appetites, I think it was called. Oh, one of Couldn't those. Couldn't do it. Okay. Couldn't do it. Uh, those are kids. That's a kid's book. So okay. we got No Man's Land. Uh, it's the John Polar series by David Baldacci. Mm. Well, I've never read a Baldacci. I've tried. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna do a Baldacci for the Page Turners Book Club in 2017. So yeah. this is about Special Agent then. Puller. He's a combat veteran in the Army's most tenacious investigator. Look out! He's back in this action-packed thriller. Oh, so he's kind of like a tenacious D. No, not tenacious D. The oh. few good men. Is that what this is? David no. Baldacci do legal? I thought it was political. Yeah, I would say more political. Yeah. All right. We got a uh, what's oh Aud- Odyssey C. Oh no, Adassa C. What? Is that this book is called Adassa C. I don't know. It's a Dirk Pitt adventure. Okay. By Clive Cussler. And? And Dirk Cussler. There you go. So there we go. Do you got the Mary Higgins Clark one? I want to know. Uh, I, I do. Okay. Hold on. Uh, the, the cover of this Clive Cussler book is an airplane uh, mm. with glass front. Okay. Crashing down in the ocean. Looks like it pulled up just in time. Oh, good. To, you know, still smashing the water. This, this isn't a happy landing, though. Oh, it's still Left landing. wing, completely on fire. No, it's not. Right wing, oh, no. completely submerged. Is it really? It looks like there's lightning in the uh, background. It looks like they're, the sea they've crashed into is a stormy sea. Oh, no. So their troubles are only getting started. Wow. That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah. That's, so. You just told me the whole book right there, and guess what? I'm in. Wow. I'm in uh, They call this uh, Oceanography's Answers to Indiana Jones. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
And you know how much oceanography has been waiting for that. Oh, I know. Yeah. They're like, when are we going to get our Indiana Jones? Yeah. It's like the number one question Uh, from oceanographers. The Sleeping Beauty Killer, an under suspicion novel by Mary Higgins Clark and Alifair Burke. Yep. So there you go. Sleeping Beauty? What was it? Sleep the Sleeping Beauty Killer. Sleeping Beauty Killer. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I'll read it. Yeah. It was it was slothfulness. Huh. That's what killed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Chaos, a Scarpetta novel by Patricia Cornwell. Yes. Right. Have you read a Scarpetta? My wife are, has. No, I haven't read them. These are popular? Yeah, they're popular. Uh, sort of waning in popularity. Oh, don't tell big uh, in, like, Patricia the late Cornwell 90s, that. You know. she'll, she'll take you down. Will she? Take you down to Chaos Town. Mm-mm. Chaos Town is also a Scarpetta novel. I'm Look out. Yeah, uh, let's see. We've got uh, a Star Wars novel. Surprise, surprise. we got a Star Wars movie coming out. We sure do. In a month. It's oh, the wow. 15th, yeah, man. We've made it halfway through November. Next Could, week is Thanksgiving. Do we do another Star Wars episode? I, I guess we'll have to figure something out. I guess so. We'll, we'll let wait, you wait, podcast now. Tell me what this is. This is Catalyst, Star Wars. Oh, wait, but this is a Rogue a One. Rogue One novel. Yeah. Um, I don't know where this takes place. I guess I could find out by reading this. It's before Rogue One. So It's like a little prequel novel, sort of. Yeah. We'll, de- we'll have this. Uh, it's already been ordered. So Okay, cool. Look out, world. I'm excited for Rogue One. I'm excited yeah. to watch each and every one of those characters not live. Yeah, it's going <laughs> so, to be real fun. Uh, they have such an impact. On yeah. The, uh, young Adult book coming out, Tales from the Shadowhunter Academy by Cassandra Clare. Uh-oh. Sarah Reese Brennan, Maureen Jones, Robinson Wasserman. Uh, so just a, a spinoff of the uh, Shadowhunter series, which is okay. like the City of Bones, City of Heavenly Fire, blah, blah, blah stuff. Okay. That's the... The Mortal Instruments, yeah, is the uh, the series name, which is a show on what is it? Fuse is I that the channel now? The artist formerly known as ABC Family, right? So, her book, um, Lady Midnight, as I've said, New York Times bestseller all the time, hasn't checked out once here. <laughs> so I don't understand. <laughs> Who knows? But these Shadowhunter series do check out People all the time. Them. People love them. But the Lady Midnight just sits right there, alone. It's a Lonely Hearts Book Club. And we got one more book, man. Dork Diaries 11, Tales oh, from boy. a Not-So-Friendly Frenemy. Oh, boy. I know now, what that's like. Dork. Everyone just relax, because this is not Wimpy Kid. No, this is... Uh, this is Dork no, Diaries. I cannot believe that, to this day, Dork Diaries and Wimpy Kid have not crossed over. Yeah, it's probably the, like a rivalry. It's like a West Side Story The, the type. world of literature... Yeah. Just seems so backwards with that. It seems like so many characters like, and worlds should crossing be over? crossing over. Hmm. Wouldn't don't you think they would be like? I mean, you have writers like Parker uh, crossing over his characters, like Sonny Randall yeah, and Jesse he, Stone. He writes both right. of those, but like, why aren't people crossing over I, their well, characters? I don't, know that, I don't know that I would see that as a good thing. That seems like kind of pandering and it seems I, it's, fun. I'd be yeah. excited if okay. I was a kid and well, I read Vince, Flynn. Vince Flynn's characters are crossing over with alex cross there you go pretty See? soon if i was a kid and i was reading both wimpy kids and dork diaries i would be thrilled that yeah the two cross yeah so i don't know if i'm eager to see that be a trend not a trend i just think it should happen i, I agree dork diaries and wimpy kid let's let's get together um i don't want everybody doing it i don't want to be like when the avengers struck gold and everybody's like all our movies are also internal universes yeah. that expand and you, yeah. oh you don't care yeah i just I just think it'd be cool. Like, yeah. all these, like, Christmas books. How come, like, these Christmas families of 20 books aren't crossing over somebody else's Christmas wow, family yeah. of 20 books? Intermarrying. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I can't argue with that. I, love I guess a good, I love a good Christmas Writers book. are just introverts and protective. I guess so. So go ahead. What, what do we got coming out? Boy. For whenever? So, when yeah, you can, you can mark your calendars for these folks. These are coming down the road. Most of these are going to be January. A couple of book shots I'll mention quickly. Hidden, which is a Mitchum story. Um, and Mitchum, The House Husband. What does that mean, Mitchum story? I don't know. 
Both by uh, James Patterson coming out January 3rd. Uh, Also by James Patterson, and this is a full-length book. Though this book had its uh, start as a bookshot. He's a madman. He's crazy. I I know. I know he is. Detective Detective Harriet Blue. These are set in Australia. The first one, Black and Blue, was a bookshot. Came out a while back. This is the first proper novel called Never Never by James Patterson. (laughs) So this is... Wait, hold on. What? I'm seeing something else here. It's not... James Patterson... And Candace Fox, who's writing with someone. I'll tell you what, though. The co-authors' names are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Like these, if you look at these fonts, you got James Patterson probably at it's a so 70. so biblical. Probably he, at a he 72. He has to become... Uh, Candace Fox, you probably got it at a 48 size he font. He has to They're become lesser so they can become greater. That's right. He's very biblical of James Patterson. You're right. So <laughs> he anyway. knows his New Testament. Jeez. So you can catch Black and Blue if you want yep. to meet Harriet Blue. So this is in chronologically. Australia? Set in Australia, yep. Hmm. I'm surprised it's not private Australia. Yep. Yep. Shocked in denial, Harry, as she's called, is transferred to Perth to avoid the media exposure this case will attract. Never Never coming out January, sorry, no, January 16th. It's yeah, Never right. Never coming no, out? No, it is. It's coming out January 16th. Don't, don't yeah. be hysterical. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself. All right. Ian Rankin. Have you read Ian Rankin? No. It, I feel like it's a name that I know, but I don't really know why because I don't happen to read anything by Was him. Was he at your house last weekend for dinner? That's it. That, yeah, that yeah. was Ian Rankin. Yeah, well, I kept I just called him Ian, so I yeah, kind of forgot about the last I get name. It. Ian Rankin. It's like when somebody calls your mom by their first name, and you're like, who? Yeah, who's that? I don't know Elisa. I don't know her at all. Oh, you mean mom. Yeah, mom. mom's great. Yeah. <laughs> Inspector Rebus. He's returning to his Inspector Rebus series. This is book 21. Uh-huh. So if you're following the Rebus series, he's Reba? Rebus. Not Reba. I never watched Reba. Not the CW show Reba. No, no that was back when it was still the WB, I feel like. It continued in the CW era, but oh, thank you right. for correcting that. So it was, was Reba and Smallville were holding... Reba, Smallville, Reba, and Gilmore Reba, Smallville, Girls Gilmore were Gilmore holding Girls. the flag Yeah, they, they straddled that, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Rather Be the Devil by Ian Rankin coming out, uh, what is this, January 31st, book okay. 21 in the Inspector Reba series. Right. Ian Rankin returns with this superb new novel set in the dark heart of Edinburgh. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Can I tell you my favorite Reba joke? Yeah, from the show. Yeah, it was it was just the commercial, and mm-hmm. it was this. They were getting these two characters were getting married. The younger characters, yeah. and the girl was like, "You love football more than me," and she runs upstairs. She's like, "Babe, no, I love you both the same." Classic. Very funny. Classic. Very. I don't know if Reba was up. It was always at that peak yeah. of hilarity. If it was, though, boy, look out. <laughs> yeah. Home uh, improvement. Yeah. Be, be on the watch. So, yeah, somebody else is coming. Hey, speaking of things you love, Danielle Steele's got a new book. Danielle Steele <laughs> returns with The Mistress, January 3rd, What are you saying I love in this situation? You love Danielle Steele. You well, love Dan- we all have to under her regime. You read all her books. No. You love Danielle Steele. <laughs> <laughs> My love for her no. is as strong as Steele. January 3rd, 2017, The Mistress. Incomparable yeah. storyteller Danielle Steele illuminates rarely glimpsed precincts of unimaginable wealth and power, yeah. where love and freedom are the most dangerous desires of all. <laughs> yeah. So, Danielle Steele fans, you have but to wait. Whoa. A few more. Actually, what if you love freedom? We just got a Danielle Steele today, which I believe is called the affair. Yeah. So I feel like we're, we're going in a we're going in a tawdry direction. We're what talking about mean? affairs. We're talking about oh, mistresses. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let's go over to large print territory. That's usually nice. Getting kind of naughty. It's usually more pleasant. <laughs> uh, again, these are books that you can expect in January, and these are books that we will definitely have. I don't expect anything. Reading the Sweet Oak. <laughs> Okay, sure. Oh, sweet oak. By Jan Stites. A charming new voice in women's fiction, Stites writes... Stites writes. Stites writes from the heart about friendship, love, and what it means to find where you belong. 
I don't see how any of that involves oak. Reading the sweet... I'll tell you. Along the how, banks... How flammable is oak? Along the banks of the Sweet Oak River, deep mm. in the heart of the Ozarks, a romance novel book club takes five women on stunning journeys of self-discovery. So, you can read that if you want. Okay. Uh, on the other side of things, we have A Stranger in Town by William Johnstone. Here's the thing about that. Okay. <laughs> William Johnstone, uh-huh. prolific Western author. Uh-huh. Died literally decades ago. <laughs> I mean, decades. that's not funny that he died. It's <laughs> no. Funny he has and, a new book coming out. And J.A. Johnstone is always credited. It's like William Johnstone with J.A. Johnstone, little tiny print. Who is J.A. Johnstone? Well, it's a you try to find it online. I'm pretty sure that it's his daughter. I think uh-huh. they try to hide that it's written by a woman because they're Western oh. novels. But I'm pretty sure J.A. Johnstone is his daughter. But I can't, I can't report that. Uh-huh accurately because I, I don't know for sure okay but that's what i think all right anyway so really this is about jerry johnstone which i like her the loner series i read the first volume of that i like okay. that there are literally a million not literally but probably 30 or 40 <laughs> okay 30 or 40 william johnstone series yeah. nice rollback. so and a lot of them are connected <laughs> this is a uh, book two in the will tanner series the greatest western writers of the 21st century america's greatest western storytellers begin the explosive new legend of will tanner u.s deputy marshal who will risk everything to save a friend and bring two desperados uh-huh. to justice nice hey speaking of uh yeah. will turner from the pirates of the caribbean series and, yes when you saw dr strange did you see the trailer for pirates of the caribbean yes and yes did i not tell you the story no okay my wife and i are sitting there and this is the only preview we watch because we right. just got there right in time right we're sitting there and it starts uh-huh. you know and it's going through and it's like it's pirates of the caribbean obviously we all know right. this we go through this they're saying jack sparrow we get to the end shows the pirate face and the girl behind us goes what is this and we were like horrified that she just had no idea what this was wait how old was this girl she, I mean, she was probably like 20. What? I know. I know. Where has she been? I know. But like, it's been a long time since they've been big business. I mean, the know? last one came out in 2011, though. So even if she was 15. Yeah, but I mean, it was then it was kind of like soured by that point. Yeah, but still. I know. I, I know. We, Hillary and I were both horrified. It was like, how yeah. old are we that this person doesn't even know what Pirates of the Caribbean is? Yeah, I guess. Anyway, I did see it. Okay. Long story short. Any interest? And a new Pirates movie? Uh, it's not something I wanted. I'll probably you did not- read okay, it or, you-, you know, watch it someday. Right. You- did you notice that that kid looks an awfully lot like uh, Orlando Bloom? Yeah, he as just Will Turner. Kind of Orlando Bloom. Do you vibe. realize that it's oh, been 10 years oh, since the third movie? And in yeah. the third movie, they say Orlando Bloom can only come on land every 10, 10 years. years. Look out. So I'll see it. That first movie... Golden. Yeah, you're right. The first I movie's great. It's the classic. Movie. It's going to go down as a classic. Movies. I mean, I've loved that ride since the early <laughs> sure, 80s. Sure, yeah. Okay? All right. And when that movie came out, I was like, that looks so stupid. Yeah. Why are they making a movie uh-huh. out of this ride? This right. is going to be so dumb. And then yeah. it was so good. And it yeah. was so funny. I then they followed I didn't it up see it either. with the Country Bear Jamboree, which was not good. That was ridiculous. I remember also based on a Disney park. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I also, I didn't know. Stop when you get to the teacups. I didn't care about Johnny Depp. No. Most pirate movies beforehand had sucked if they didn't star the Muppets. Right. And so I was like, guys, I don't know why don't, any of you want to see this. Film, yeah. so my friends wanted to. And so we went. And I was like, this is great. I know. It was a great time. It was so good. Yeah. And they never were able to recapture that magic. No. The second four. one's not the worst. No. Four is pretty bad. Four is pretty bad. Four yeah. is pretty bad. Yeah. You got the mermaid and the man-man and they're yeah. in love. A lot of stuff going so. on. A lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so that's what we got for book news coming. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? Pike. Yeah. I should say 
the 18th. The 18th. Uh, uh, the 18th. Mr. I'll T? also say it next week, but the 18th Mr. of T. November. Yep. Uh, the screenplay for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them is also going to be a book. Because if I've learned anything in seeing uh, yeah. The Cursed Child not check out in our youth department, is that kids love screenplays. They do love screenplays. So yeah. kids are just crazy. Like, how yeah. how on earth do they, all these direction notes, do, do the actors follow them completely yeah. or yeah. interpret well, them? Well, have you seen their, in our advance notices coming down the road, mm-hmm. they're going to be publishing just uh, 20 years of J.K. Rowling shopping lists. Yeah. You see the dir- million David dollar Yates, bestseller. Uh, he directed most of the uh, final Harry Potter, Potter films, yeah. and he's directing this new one. He yeah. signed on to direct the other four. Ooh. He's basically like, I don't need the next 15 years of my Seriously. life. Why yeah. raise a family? Boy, good luck finding time to do little art house films now, David Yates. <laughs> sure, yeah. You're stuck. Yeah. You're stuck in a fantastical world. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I can't wait till we uh, go to another country or another like continent in these movies yeah. and find I mean, out what they call. What's Australia's wizarding school called? Yeah, there's an answer to that. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure. So please don't yeah. write and tell us. They call because they call wizards there. Uh, don't spoil it. <laughs> yeah, they call witches there witches and wizards uh, kangaroos. Oh yeah. So okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because of all the kangaroos. Yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, why don't you tell us what's going on in the New York Times bestseller list? All right. I'm excited to know. Uh, number ten on the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover fiction. Okay. Not mixed fiction. This isn't. You know, e ebooks. Okay. Okay. It's not paperback. Okay. It's just hardcover. Can you please dial, dial it back? <laughs> not... Man, let's see. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh wow. Um, I will say the Underground Railroad has fallen all the way down to number sixteen. Look out. So I'm sure you're happy about that. I'm not happy. I don't want to see anyone fail. Man. I just didn't like it. All right. I mean, still to be on the sixteenth best selling. No, it's pretty book. good. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm sure that person's not hurting. Yeah, I don't sure have any personal animosity towards Colson Whitehead. All right. That's good. Number 10, Commonwealth by Ann Patchett. Yep. Number nine, back on the list. All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Dewar. Is that true? It's true. Number nine. Wow. Okay. It has now spent 129 weeks on this list. I'm going to have to put that on the book club. I mean, it's just too popular. You really, yeah. I mean, it's crazy you're not to. I know. You're just 129 weeks behind. Yeah, 129 <laughs> weeks. That's not Number so bad. eight. Oh, it moved up this week. The Woman in Cabin 10 <gasps> by Ruth Ware. It's back on the list. It wasn't on the list last week. Yeah, you're right. You know, the funny thing about the... Did you hear that? What? Nick, you just <laughs> no, hear the listen, sound listen, of the no, ocean. No, no, no. I think I just heard a body. Nick, we're on a boat. No, I know. That's Listen, I understand I know that you're a, a travel writer, I know, and look, you're an expert on the sound of I'm bodies... Not- in the water. Don't treat me like I'm hysterical. I'm we're not. Sitting, no, look. We're sitting nobody here needs to get hysterical. I hear something. What am I supposed to not do something about it? There's nothing. <sighs> anyway, what's next? Oh, jeez. Escape clause. Right there. No. Okay. You didn't that hear that. Splat- you didn't that hear that. That is the sound of the water breaking upon Thank the you. ship. No, it's not. Yes, it no, is. No, it's not. Where's the body? It's. I can't. I don't see anybody. Oh, the waves. Oh, okay. The waves you, in the current. How the is it you can see the waves, the but you don't hear the waves? It sucks things right under the ship. You know nothing <laughs> okay. about aeronautics. All right, come with me. We're going to the back okay. of the ship. All right. We're going to see all the debris that's pulling up. We're going to put it. down a net. All right, let's do it. I bet they do put down a right, net. As soon as we finish this, we're going to go. Yep. <laughs> okay. Go on. Uh, number seven, Escape Clause by John Sanford. Okay, and Tim Allen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> number six, Vince Flynn, Order to Kill by Kyle Mills. Mm-hmm. Number five, Small Great Things by Jody Picoult. Number four, new on the list, The Award by Danielle Steele. Oh, The Award. Okay. Yeah. Well, sorry, Danielle Steele, because <laughs> yeah. I thought that said The Affair when I saw it. No. no. It's, uh, the Award. Wow, look at this. The Nicholas... Award for Best Mistress? What? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't I'm know. Just wondering. Okay. 
Somebody from the czars, maybe? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, number three, Two by Two by Nicholas Sparks. Sparky Spark. Staying spark strong. Man. Staying in the top three the spark for a while. Man. Five weeks on this list. Sparky Spark. Number two, New This Week, The Wrong Side of Goodbye, Michael okay. Conley. I like the title. Probably the person who's being said goodbye to. Yeah. Is that Harry know. Bosch? Yes, it's Harry Bosch. Okay. Uh, and number one. Drum roll. Two weeks on the list. Nick's new instant classic. He said he wanted to be buried in this book. Uh, the Whistler by John Grisham. Buried in that book. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. You want, want us to make an oversized no, coffin version of The no, Whistler. No, I don't. You could make a coffin look like a book. It's true, you could. <gasps> well, that's not a bad idea. Will you? They open and close like books. Will you promise me that my coffin will be a replica of Jurassic Park by Michael Crichton? As long as you promise me not to bury me Egyptian style with a bunch of copies of The Whistler and my cats. <laughs> okay. All right? So you can take them into the I don't want that. I don't want All that. Right. All right. Very good. There's that set. That was Nick, a body. I'm that telling you. That one was a body. It is the dolphin there that was made a clear, it season. I heard like a... And then like that's a the sound plop, of a dolphin. Flash. Are you sure? Yes. I'm not going to sleep well at all tonight. Well, no, because of all the dolphin mating. I can't. I can't. Uh, boy, well, you know, you know what that means. What? The end of the New York Times bestseller list brings us to our segment, I Think I Hear the Music Now. Oh my gosh, Ben! It's been a long time since we heard the... I can't believe, I know. He's always so good to just drop everything, yeah. drive eight or nine yeah. hours, come here, yeah. play the guitar Without for amount 20 of commitment. seconds, and get out of here. With that yeah. amount of commitment, you would think he would give us a second song. Yeah, you would. So. Yeah, two would be good. Yeah. I mean, one just sort of seems like, why is that Maybe one? Maybe we should put a request out. Anybody want to give us oh my any gosh, music yes. what for do we need? anything? We need Sexy New Book Club theme. Yep, Sexy New Book Club especially, yeah. We spotlight. Need auth- yeah, author spotlight, or author. just a spotlight. Yeah, spotlight. Spotlight music. Yeah. What else? We We have our... But maybe it? like award, the award first line. season, first line, yeah, awards, bad reviews. Just send us music, and we'll find yeah. a place for we'll it. Figure it we'll figure it out. We'll designate it. This somewhere. is a great idea. This yeah. is a wonderful idea. You can send so. it to oh, but, uh, at all the book show on Twitter, yeah. you, or Facebook, yeah. uh, David A. Howe Public Library, Wellsville at stls.org. Yeah. Uh, just make sure it's not copyrighted. Yeah, like don't send us. Yeah, uh, don't please don't send us like like something from Prince. Yeah, or staying we, alive. We couldn't do yeah. that. Yeah, that wouldn't work at all. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so huh, what, I, what I've done, bone. what I've done, Eric, <laughs> is, is our spotlight music now. I've, I've gone into Director Station. I've printed a list of books in our collection. Director Station, isn't that just what you call your desk now? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what I call. <laughs> Activate no, Eric. It's a Director special Station. software. <laughs> I've printed a list of books that have never circulated. From yeah. that list, <laughs> I've pulled something that we need to take a look at. You're... You and I need to get down to business. We need to figure out why the citizens of Wellsville have decided never to check out Paul Zindel's The Pig Man. <laughs> Do you know why? <laughs> no. Do you know why? Well, okay. It's called The Pig Man. It's called The Pig Man. Oh, Do look. You... Author of Pig Man's Legacy. <laughs> so that's a clue that this is going to continue. Paul Zindel's The Pig Man. So what I have here is a trade paperback size. Uh, I almost hot... typed in The Pog Man. Hot but now pink. I want to read The Pog Man. It's a hot pink paperback. Oh, it's young adult. Yeah, it's a young adult. Uh, it's got on the cover. We have a winterscape. We got a girl who looks like she's up to no good. She's got real high waisted jeans, uh, green turtleneck. Mm-hmm. Kid who's nice and buttoned up, also wearing a turtleneck. Yeah, uh, a couple of kids in turtleneck. I like his hat. I like his hat. Hanging outside of a what looks to be a bit of a creepy old house. Looks a little rundown. Probably got the pigman's house. Yeah, they're looking at the pigman's house. So anyway, have you heard of this book before? No. 
Can I tell you what Wikipedia says about this book? Sure. The novel is frequently assigned in elementary school, middle schools, and some high schools as yeah. assignments for English classes. Although commonly taught, the book has been banned in certain areas for numerous reasons, some including offensive language and sexual themes. Look out. But it's never checked out here. No, it hasn't. Let me We tell must be you, in a banned area. Again, to be fair, maybe it checked out before we computerized. In the 60s. It's very possible. This book came out in 1968. This is a paperback reprint, though, it looks like. I, I'm not sure when this came out. Paperback reprint, 1983. All right. Cover price, $4.99. U.S. Okay. Not bad. All right. So let me, <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about the, uh, the story here. Meet Mr. Pignati. Oh. Well, he's probably the pig man. Yeah. Pignati. Meet Mr. Pignati. A lonely Angelo old man Pignati. with a beer belly and an awful secret. He's a pig. A beer belly and an awful secret. He's the pig man. And he's got a <laughs> and he's got a great big twinkling smile. Hey, Mr. Pig Man. This is freaking me out a little Sing bit. Sing a song. For when us. John and Lorraine, two high school sophomores, meet Mr. Pignatti, they learn his whole sad, zany story. They tell it right here in this book. The truth and nothing but the truth, no matter how many people so help shocks the pig man. <laughs> or hurts. Ooh. All right, so two teenagers hang out with a big beer belly pig man. Who has an awful secret. Okay. So That's this book got. came out in 1968. Okay. The Pigman's Legacy, 1980. The oh. Pigman and Me, 1990. Okay. Completed so the trilogy. Quite a, quite a long stretch. In between, <laughs> sure. In between Pigman and Pigman's Legacy. Did you see any of these sequels down there? Pigman's? No, I didn't. We must just have the Pigman. Yeah, I guess we just, we, we said, hey, we got the Pigman. the Pigman pig testifies. Okay. Uh, so here, a little bit more about the book now. Uh, John and Lorraine are two young people looking for a way out of the numbness of being lonely. Yeah. John, Lorraine, you have each other, right? Maybe they're not at that point in their friendship yet. Okay. Maybe they just want to stay friends. Maybe. What they find are each other. Oh! <laughs> and the pig man. Oh. What they create out of their zaniness and energy is laughter and love too good to last. All right. Are you, picturing, are you picturing the pig Haunting. man as... Professor Pig from the Batman comics or as Hoggish Greedily from Captain Planet? I guess I'm just picturing like a big dude in like a Christmas sweater. <laughs> <laughs> that the beer belly doesn't the completely... Cover. Yeah, it doesn't quite go cover. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so no snout. No, no pig no snout. snout. No snout. All right. I guess we're on a... Di- I'm, I'm picturing more Hoggish like Greedily. a literal pig. I don't think he's Not actually, a literal pig. Not just, like a pig at the oh, okay, end of uh, Animal Farm. Just a little piggish. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you some reviews. Headline news. Remarkable. Zindel has written a story that will not be denied. Whatever happened to headline news? I don't know. That was from Publishers Weekly. Young, <laughs> young Reader's Review said, This is a shocker of a book. Written in a contemporary idiom, it is a haunting story. The book is startling and truthful and vivid. Is it honest? Is yeah, it honest in its truths about humanity? Here's some interesting things about the author, Paul Zindel, first of all. Uh, born in Staten Island, New York uh-huh. in 1936. Died in 2003 at age 66. Winner of the, wait for it, Pulitzer Prize. Shoot! He won the Pulitzer Prize in 1971. Shoot, fire. For his play, The Effect of Gamma Rays on Man in the Moon Marigolds. Huh. Fun never, fact about the never heard of this. Pigman, he wrote a screenplay adapting the book for the stage and screen, but it was not taken up by any filmmaker. Nobody wanted to make the Pigman a film. No. Hmm, that's too bad. That's too bad. Uh, so he's got quite he, quite a lot of books here. He's got a few series, the Zone Unknown series, PC Hawk Mysteries, mm-hmm. the Wacky Facts Lunch Bunch. Well, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Pigman trilogy. A lot of standalone novels, yeah. a lot of short stories, a lot of screenplays, including the screenplay from the 1974 musical film starring Lucille Ball, Mame. Wow. Author of the 
screenplay for MAME. Well, this Lonely Hearts book that never checked out here has uh, done pretty well. New York Times Outstanding Book of 1968, ALA Notable Children's Book of 1940 through 1970. Look out. And the Horn Book of 1969, Fanfare Honor List, whatever that all means. Yeah, it's a popular popular book. Average rating on Goodreads, 3.57 out of 5. That's not bad. 21,000 reviews. Wow. So... Well, as, I, as we've learned from Lady Midnight, what's popular Lady out Midnight. there in the world doesn't Lady necessarily Midnight. mean popular here in our small, cozy yeah. town. Well, in this case, Lady Midnight and the Pigman are together. <laughs> that is a great... Oh, my gosh. That's like a 1980s detective yeah. show. Yeah. Lady Midnight and the Pigman. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. I would watch that. I would watch that in a heartbeat. All right. Let's, di- let's dig into this. Let's see what we got. Chapter one. Digging into the Pigman is full of bacon. Chapter one of Paul Zindel's... <laughs> well, first of all, let me just... let me. The cover. It's sad. It's yes, lonely. No. I like it. I like it. It, it looks see, like every book like that. But I guess, to me, it sort of looks like it's a Harlequin romance novel. Oh. You know, it's got the pink. It's got like this It this Add two scape. more kids in there, and it looks like a boxcar children cover. Yes, you're right. Yes, so. you're right. It does. So maybe they knew what they were doing. Chapter <laughs> one. Now, I don't like school, which you might say is one of the factors that got us involved with this old guy we nicknamed the pig man. Sure, but start reading the book. Actually, <laughs> I hate school. But then again, most of the time... I hate everything. Oh, man. Don't be like that. Life has so much to offer. Did you write this book? Yeah, I sure did. JK, JK. (laughs) I used to really hate school when I first started at Franklin High. I hated it so much. The first year, they called me the bathroom bomber. What? I don't know. Because of the stuff you left behind? Other kids got elected GO president and class secretary and lab squad captain, but I got elected the bathroom bomber. I don't get it. They called me that because I used to set off bombs... In the bathroom. Well, sure. I set okay. off 23 bombs before I didn't feel like doing it anymore. Well, <laughs> well, why are you upset that's what they called you? I kind of like his attitude. He did it until he was like, mm. <laughs> I just don't get it's it. It's like, it's not the punishment or anything. I just don't feel like yeah. doing this anymore. Like, if I stole every chalkboard oh, in no. the school and somebody was like, we call him the chalkboard bandit, I'd be like, oh, man, <laughs> that's some great name for me. Well, I'll tell you this. The reason I never got caught was because I used to take a tin can. That's a firecracker, as if you didn't know. Didn't I, know. I, didn't I know. thought it was just a tin can. <laughs> and mold a piece of clay around it so we'd hold a candle attached to the fuse. One of those skinny little birthday candles. Then I'd light the thing, and I'd take about eight minutes before the fuse got lit. I always put the bombs in the first floor boys, John, right behind one of the porcelain unmentionables where nobody could see it. Then I'd go off to my next class. No matter where I was in the building, I could hear the blast. That so, would get him in prison so fast yeah, today. Oh, boy, look at that. This is some stylized writing and yeah. different newspaper clippings. I like the style of writing so far. Do you like it? Yeah. Yeah, I like it all right. I mean, this kid is, you know, he's playing with fire. He shouldn't. Oh, look. Okay. So chapter two. It looks like we're switching narrators. This is this is, seems to be Lorraine. Chapter two. <laughs> I should never have let John Lorraine. write the first chapter because he always has to twist things subliminally. <laughs> I'm not panting and I'm not about to have a thrombosis. So I, we skipped that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that some very strange things have happened to us during the last few months, and we feel we should write them down while they're fresh in our minds. It's got to be written now before John and I mature and repress the whole thing. I'm kind of, I'm kind of digging this. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, you're going to finish the pig man, <laughs> I, I feel like. It. John doesn't really curse that much, and I don't card. think he needs his system. But even when we were in Miss Stewart's typing class, he had to do something unusual typing all class. the time, like type a letter in the shape of an hourglass. That's the kind of thing he does. Boy. That's, John. that's just a form of poetry. Get out of here. And as you probably suspected, the reason John gets away with all these things is because he's extremely handsome. I didn't guess that. He didn't strike me as handsome. Oh, okay, look at the cover again. I, 
All right. <laughs> I hate to admit it, but he is. An ugly boy would have been sent to reform school by now. A little social commentary right yeah, there. Yeah, sure. Look out. If you, don't, if you don't look the part, forget it. You're out of the public school system yeah. right now. Yeah. So what do you want to hear now? Uh, do you want to know switching what... back and forth. Chapter three. Like Lorraine <laughs> told you, I really am very handsome and do have fabulous eyes. But that doesn't get me much, except perhaps with Miss King, the English teacher, I'm going to tell you about... Look out! <laughs> oh my gosh. This book is scandalous. John Lorraine and the Pigman. Yeah. Do you I, want to hear what uh, Wikipedia says the themes of this book are? I would like to hear that, yeah. You got number one, peer pressure. Okay. This book is dealing with peer pressure. Number two, loss. Not going to get into that. Huh. Number three, family and parenting. It's a young adult book. Of course it is. Huh. Last theme of this, uh, this book, death. Oh, look out. <laughs> All right, I think I've got to a point where it looks like maybe they've... They've met the pig man? They're, yeah, they've met the pig man. Yeah. All right, let me give you some. All right, give me give me some pig man action. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, so you just make a mental picture. Like when Miss Truman said, girl, I made a mental picture. And then when you said couch, all I had to do was make a mental picture of a couch and attach it to the girl. Look out. See, you've got to attach the pictures in your mind. That's the secret of remembering them all. Go ahead, you try it, Mr. Mr. Wandermeyer. It worked. Then Lorraine tried it, and it didn't work too good with her. But if you ask me, that's only because she was worrying about the old man. Besides, she had polished off her whole glass of wine. Now she's drinking? Wow. Lorraine. We should all go to the zoo tomorrow, Mr. Pignotti said, again out of nowhere. Mr. Pignotti, I said with an air of impatience, <laughs> Miss Truman and I have many stops to make today. I mean, where would the L&J fund be if we simply sat around and drank wine all day and went to the zoos? It's true. Yes, Lorraine said. We really shouldn't have stayed this long. Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Pignotti said, and I couldn't help feeling sorry. His smile and bright eyes faded in front of us, and we got awkwardly to his feet. Let me get the check, he said, and his voice was so depressed, I thought he was really going to cry. So I don't know what's going on right. with Pignotti. I think I may have to stop you from continuing to read, because I yeah. think you might be a little too interested. You think I'm too I don't think in. you're going to keep reading this book. I'm going to read the whole book, yeah. So it's pretty I think good. we need to uh, call it. Okay. See, I like these little things in, yeah. in between. So what it has, sometimes a page will just be handwritten. There's little, like, diagrams yeah. that the characters draw. There's newspaper clippings. Yeah. So it's kind of an interesting package we've yeah. got right here. The Pigman. I can't speak for Pigman's legacy or Pigman and me, but... <laughs> but, but just straight up, the Pigman yeah. is kind of working. Yeah. Might be our know. most successful find. Well, I don't know. Remember the, the cage? That like oh, that yeah. Maze that Runner clone, yeah. yeah, that sounded fun. Maze Runner clone, the Maze Runner was cloned from That's the cage. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I also kind of wanted the to read Maze uh, Runner Patient Zero, the Snowman. That was That's a while true, back, yeah. and then the Wolfen. Wolfen. Sometime, some Halloween, we're gonna do it. Anyway, so what? What do you say? Yeah. Are, you, are you interested in the Pigman? Yeah, you're gonna go full on Pigman and read this book. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say I'm ever going full on Pigman. <laughs> but but you'd read this book. Yeah, if you had to read this book, you could think of worse things. Than yeah, reading that book. yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think we add this to the list of people should check out the Pigman. Check out the Pigman. Check out the Pigman. Don't man. be a, don't be pigheaded. Yeah. Read Pigman. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. I like that. You know, if that would have been the uh, tagline, uh -huh. I bet this would not be a lonely book at all. <laughs> no. It's pretty good. All right. all right. Well, let's bring the Lonely Hearts Book Club to a close and talk yeah. library news. First of all, I want to say a congratulations and welcome to some new employees that we have here. I've been here for. A year and a half now. Almost not two. Not you. Not oh. you. No, we've hired two new student library clerks to help us with oh, yeah. paging and shelving. They started last week. So yeah. welcome. I'm sure. Skylar and Joshua. I'm sure they use this podcast now. They, yeah, they listen to it all the time. Yeah. I'm sure they're listening to it it's right now. It's actually part of the initiation when you come into the library to work yep. with us. 
So. Oh, and while we're talking personnel, we got an opening for a children's librarian. Mm-hmm. So walk, don't run to your local library. Yeah. No, or run, don't walk. I don't know. Get here fast and apply for this job. You want to run? And you can to hang your out library, with me and Eric, but you don't want to work run with in kids. your library. Okay, right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Uh, book clubs, as I said, we're currently wrapping up um, on Patchwork Planet and Tyler, and then we'll start Kristen Hanna's The Nightingale, but that won't meet till January. Uh, Paige Turner's book club is currently reading In the Bleak Midwinter by Julia Spencer Fleming. Uh huh. What's and then that takes a break? No, we don't take a break for that one. Ooh. That's a dedicated bunch. They they yeah. want to keep going. So right. we have an MC Beaton Christmas book that we're going to read next. A real page turner for MC Beaton. Yeah. Is it one yeah. of the murder ones? One of the cozy murders? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think so, it's an Agatha Raisin. Even. It's like a... I can't think of anything. Right. Bumbleberry pie and yeah. murder. Right. Or well, we're showing Finding Dory on Saturday. What's the date on Saturday? Oh, I don't know. 10.30 a.m. <laughs> on Saturday the 19th, we're showing Finding Dory. Yeah. And then looking ahead, we got the Nutcracker coming back. We got the Andover Ecumenical Choir. We got a lot of Christmas movies going on, so yeah. okay, it's hard to believe we're coming up in the end of the year. Yeah. It's hard to believe you have to hold that uh, boom guard. Well, they wouldn't know if you didn't say that. <laughs> I know, but I wanted to give them the full podcast yeah, experience. I'm, thank you for doing that. Just That's holding really it instead of clipping really on. Nice. Mine stays attached. I know. I don't know what happened to mine. Mine's been working as a spit guard this episode. Gross. So, yeah. Oh, man. I probably shouldn't bring it up, but I was throwing up last night because oh. I was sick. No, you shouldn't. And That's so you gross. kind of forget, because I haven't thrown up in years. Yeah. I kind of forget how much, like, saliva is involved. Throwing up is terrible yeah. all around. But so. you just kind of forget, like, after you throw up, you're just like, bleh, yeah. just drool and spit. Hey, you know what? You were right. You yeah, it was pretty shouldn't, gross. Shouldn't have brought that I can up talk about library news then. Terrible mistake. We got Minecraft Mondays on Mondays at 3, 3 to 5. I'll be there. The alliteration, Minecraft the alliteration there. alone. Yeah. I think it's really worth it. Uh, please don't talk without talking through a, a boom guard. <laughs> You're not my boss. Your your P's and B's are just going to be everywhere. Sorry. There we go. All right. Um, Stop it. How do they sound? <laughs> like right. that. Uh, what else we got? Anime Club. Oh, no. Next up during the week is card after school card club. So every that's Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon. That's Tuesdays at, uh, at 3 o'clock for teens and our anime teen, our teen anime club. Or anime teen. <laughs> we just have one anime yeah, one teen. One anime teen. No, we have a lot of uh, anime teens here at our yeah. teen anime club every Wednesday at 5.30. I'll so, be there. Actually, you know what I've been doing? I've been having to put on Twitch. Twitch, if you don't know, is people playing video games and streaming videos of themselves playing those games. That's Because kids have come to anime club early. Yeah. And so to keep them occupied and not like running around crazy, I just put on that. And the kids... I've been watching it like crazy. What a, time. I almost, what a time to be alive. <laughs> I was actually streaming last night. I was Good. twitching last night. I was playing both Go ahead. FTL, Faster Than Light, Go ahead and, and plug your Prison Twitch. Architect. What is, how do people well, find you? Find you can find me anywhere online yeah. for Dusk versus Tweak. That's Dusk okay. VS Tweak. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter. Tweak, T-W-E-A-K. Yeah. 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 They're my two original Dungeon Dragon characters. Yeah. They were both thieves. So if they didn't want to find you before, <laughs> now they definitely are. <laughs> now they definitely yeah, don't. That's great. Uh, anything else we got going on? I think we've hit the big stuff, man. Yeah, our next teen movie, our next after-school movie is in December. So yeah. it's going to be Kubo, the two Kubo strings. Kubo, two strings, yeah. Kubo. Yeah. Say that. Kubo. It's pretty funny. Oh, I'm not allowed to say B. Yeah, I can't believe you just said that. All right, yeah. sorry. All right. Well, I think that brings us to a close. Don't say bring! For episode 65. <laughs> yeah. I've been Nick Gunning. I've been Eric Mickles. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.